What up, Tay Schoolers? Welcome to another great episode of Tay Schooler Fitness Fitness Corner Podcast. And on today's episode, we have a very special guest, Mr. Musa Hassan. Uh, he is the owner and operator of Bread and Butter Farms. Um, he has been in operation for eight years, and he is going to educate us on the game of how to get your own form if you're up to it. How you doing today, my brother? I'm good, man. How you holding up? I'm good, man. I'm good. Want to jump right into it. Going to start with just your journey. How did you get from owning your, get to the place where you own your own form? Um, what what inspired you? Gotcha. Yeah, so uh, we are uh, scientists by trade. Uh, so we run, Bread and Butter Farm is run by myself and my wife. And my wife comes from a farming family. Um, I actually was raised on the farm, so, you know, but for me, I hated farming, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. when I was growing up, so, um, so we left the farm when I was 12, and, uh, when we left the farm, uh, this was the first time I had canned food, mm. um, so I never had canned food before, and I thought someone was trying to poison me, you mm. know what I'm saying, when I first tasted it, so, um, it was corn. It looked like the corn we had before. It was green beans, stuff like that. But the taste was just so awful that I felt like, man, somebody's trying to do something to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, but anyway, I ended up uh, going to college. Uh, my undergrad was uh, animal and poultry science. Uh, my graduate degree was cancer biology. So um, from there, since around 2008, um, I've been working for research firms from all over. So my first one that I worked for was Harvard University. Um, after that, I worked for uh, Emory, uh, St. Joe's, um, St. Joe's Hospital here in Atlanta, uh, Morehouse School of Medicine, et cetera. But one of the things that I'm, I became aware of is that every single thing, all of the research points to uh, what we put in our body. Mm-hmm. So whatever you're eating is either going to cause you harm or it's going to benefit you. So, um, and a lot of people don't understand the repercussions of genetically modified seeds and produce and things like that, you know, and because I worked for Monsanto, um, it's one of those things I was part of and I saw firsthand and that's what led me into farming. That's one of the things that was immediately like, yo, we need to grow our own food, period. There's no way around it. There's no way to, you know what I'm saying, curve or anything like that because, you know, um, like I said, in, in animal science, you work for agricultural companies, biotech companies. I also worked for um, uh, slaughtering homes, uh, research labs uh, that deal with animals and things like that. So on the slaughtering farms, everything is about keeping all of the animals on the same level, right? Mm-hmm. No genetic modifications or uh, what I mean is Uh, There's no deviation. There's just one set type of animal, right? Mm -hmm. And because of that, um, it's almost like inbreeding, right? It's it's like all the animals are technically inbred, technically. You know what I'm saying? So you want the same type of chick growing at the same rate each and every time, right? So because of that, you have chickens that have two heads, three legs. You know what I'm saying? They get to the point where they grow so fast they can't even mate with each other, so on and so forth. So um, seeing that... And then seeing the the food side, which is, you know, what Monsanto was doing, um, you don't, I mean, for us, we felt like we didn't have a choice. If we wanted to have under, we wanted to have control over what we put in our body, we didn't have a choice, but to go ahead and get out there and 
grow our own stuff. So um, that's what we did. Uh, we literally went back to where I was raised uh, and moved on the land off grid. And that's how it started, man. That's how our journey started. We we moved out there for the, our specific for for the purpose of benefiting ourselves. And then once our friends, family, and everybody started knowing that we was growing food, they started asking, "Hey, can we buy some? Can we get some?" And then that led to our first farmers market. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. And then from there, I mean, we just been. I mean, it's just okay. Well, if this is what we're gonna do, let's go ahead and create a business out of it because there's a need. So. With that business came the educational component. So we educate people on how to grow, where to grow. Even if you're in an apartment, we help people grow in their Saturday uh, closets, right? Mm-hmm. So you can grow as much as you need to in your closet. So, um, so thank you so much. Um, so that's that's how it is. And then from there, um, you know, uh, we teach people how to focus on the soil. You can grow 85% more veggies and produce and fruit than you can with conventional farming using chemicals and stuff like that. But a lot of people don't know that because they think that the only way they can grow and have a successful farm is to utilize chemicals. But that's that's really the furthest thing from the truth. So um, so we teach people about that. And then, of course, you know, it's all about sustainability. So it's about water, how to obtain water. So we have a well, how to purify your water. Um, how to uh, hook up and install uh, solar panels and battery banks and things like that um, so that you can be 100% independent of the system. And then food preservation is the very next thing. I mean, this is one of the reasons why right now, you know, uh, we sell beef bacon, right? Because, you know, we started out like, okay, how can we cure our own meat without the nitrates, without the chemicals, without the nitrites? And anything like that, right? Mm-hmm. So we was like, okay, well, this is one of the ways you can do it. And you can preserve the meat for a very long time through that curing process. And then, of course, smoking it and things like that. I mean, this is how people did it back in the day. It was able to eat on an animal for six, seven months without refrigeration. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. um, that's what it's about, man. That's what led us here. Just being trying to be in control of our own health and be independent of the system. Because if anything pops off, if you're talking about being healthy, you're talking about trying to uh, live healthy, you can't, you know, it's, it's difficult to go to the to the grocery store and grab an organic, you know, lettuce and be, be comfortable with that because organic don't mean zero chemical. It means actually you can use chemical, as much chemical as you want, as long as it says organic. Mm. but you're not technically saved from uh the same thing and you can also have organic gmo so it's just a matter of having that knowledge um and then what to do with it once you get it so yeah the, yeah because because right now excuse me uh the focus is uh definitely on health everybody's screaming you know health and being vegans and whatever working out but then again also i always say it's about the chemicals you know, it's about mm-hmm. how many, how much chemical you actually put in your body. Um, yes. And that's, that's what a lot of individuals don't realize that they're still harming themselves as they eating so-called quotation mark healthy, but you're still eating all these chemicals. You're still eating all the soy and all that stuff. And it's just destroying the body. And especially with our makeup, I feel, I, well, we all know that uh, as African-Americans, black, whatever you want to, uh, whatever title you want to use, 
Um, right. We our our DNA is definitely different from everybody else's. So yeah. you know, I, I things work a little different on our body. So I commend you and the and the missus for starting your own and growing your own. And others, I know they want to grow, but they don't know they don't have the knowledge. Like how, right. if somebody wanted to grow, like you know, limited space, they have a small backyard, are they an apartment? What tips would you give them? Um, um, so if you're in an apartment, if you, uh, you know, one of the first things I would tell people is, you know, find a nice closet that you have and line it with aluminum foil and get you some grow lights so that the lights reflect off the aluminum foil throughout the day. Um, and then just get plants that don't need pollinating. So that's going to be your, uh, all your greens, lettuce, cabbage, um, you know, uh, collards, beets, radish, anything like that. You can grow all that stuff year round. Um, we've never had an easier time growing than in our closet because we have to worry about pests. We can control the temperature. Mm -hmm. I mean, all you have to focus on is good soil and good water. That's it. You know what I'm saying? You got your lights going on. You cut those on in the morning. As long as you get eight to 10 hours of sunlight or, you know, this artificial light, you're good to go. Um, plant comes up very well. You can eat lettuce, sprouts, uh, greens, all kinds of good stuff, man, year round, year round. So that would be one of the things I tell people. Find a really good closet or basement or whatever you're in, uh, wherever you are, you know, and just, just line the room. Or the area with some aluminum foil, get you some nice grow lights, put one or two small fans in there to circulate the air. And once you do that, good soil and good water, you're good to go. You're gonna, mm. you're gonna, you're not gonna have any issues. Just put the seed in there. It's not up to you anyway. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm so it's gonna come up. And then for people that have uh, yards, listen, I mean, you can grow anything. I mean, you can grow anything you put your mind to as long as, you know, you have good sunlight, temperature is good, and you have good soil. So Yeah, yeah, definitely. So water in, the, water in the soil and definitely the sunlight is um, amazing. Oh, yeah. During 2020, uh, you notice a lot of individuals growing more plants, having more house plants and trying to grow more food. And it just yeah. probably just to cope with all the madness that was going on um, and still going on somewhat. But so you did see a lot of more uh, people buying, buying plants. I know we did. We end up buying yeah. a lot of plants because we already grow some of our food in our backyard, you know. So okay. not as much as we should. We're going to step it up a little bit more this year, but we do grow already. So um, I, I know it's effective and you can. Like most, a lot of people just don't have the confidence, uh, the knowledge to know that mm -hmm. they can actually do this. And they're intimidated by growing. They feel like the only way, the only thing they can depend on is somebody else um, giving them food. But we all know that's yeah. definitely not uh, definitely not true. So with the process of, uh, of teaching and education, like when people sign up uh, to actually get educated from you and your wife during this process, how long does it usually take? Is, do you sell it like in lessons weeks months how do you how do you how do you do your packaging we do workshops okay um we literally do workshops on the farm uh last year due to COVID, of course everything was slowed down but um typically uh we do a full setup right so we do a farm to table uh lunch dinner type deal so mm -hmm. that people can see and taste what it's like to uh, be on the farm um and because of that 
a lot of people have an understanding that man, this this food tastes absolutely amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's less than an hour old, right? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So um, even when they taste the meat, I mean, it's the same thing. It's it's animals from the farm, is is goats from the farm, it's chickens from the farm, stuff like that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So. We start with that kind of stuff and then we talk about the soil and soil conservation, water conservation and things like that and how important that is. And then from there, having the understanding that honestly is not you, like you cannot plant a seed upside down. You mm-hmm. just have to put it in the ground and give it some uh, water or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And after that, it's, it's pretty much good. But your focus should be having some really good soil and by good soil, that means that you know, you have good organic matter in the soil. You have, um, you know, a uh, good way for the wa- the water to not sit in the soil. Mm-hmm. Um, having stuff like worms, uh, mycorrhizae, uh, nematodes, things of that nature, all that good stuff that needs to be in the soil. So we talk about that a lot. We talk about microbes, bacteria, fungal loads, and stuff like that. Um, and then we get into um, pest management. How to how to manage pests um, because you're gonna have that no matter what because mm-hmm. you're not using chemicals. So uh, what can you do as a farmer if you're not using chemicals? How what kind of techniques do you use? So and we use some really good techniques. So we we go through those uh, things for the people um, and then harvesting and then how to save the food. Let's say you have a whole bunch of collars that you can't get rid of. Most people will freeze them and that'll be it. You know, but we talk about canning, mm-hmm. how to can pressure pressure canning uh, versus the conventional method. How long can food last when you can it? Uh, we talk about um, pres- how food preservation mm-hmm. uh, in different ways. Uh, salting down meat, of course, is one. Um, canning is another. Canning meat is another. So we just go through that whole process. Mm. Uh, so when people leave, they have a gist of what they can do and how to move as a as a um, a grower. Mm. And then from there, you know, we get into more advanced stuff. So people may come back and say, "Okay, I just want to focus on the soil." So we teach people how to compost and how to obtain compost within 25, 26 days. Um, so it'll go from food straps to literally composted within 25, 30 days. Mm-hmm. And how does that work? How do you get it to that point? Uh, most people think composting takes about a year, two years, but honestly, it really doesn't. If you have an understanding of what is actually breaking down your compost, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so we talked about that. We talked about the, um, the amount of bacteria that needs to be in the compost, the amount of fungal load that needs to be in the compost. Uh, we have microscopes where we show people what those things look like um, so that you can have an understanding of the ratio that's needed in the soil for each type of crop. Um, so, for example, uh, strawberries require um, a 70-30 a uh, load, so 70% fungal, 30% bacteria. So... Uh, you haven't tasted strawberries when you until you did something like that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, <laughs> so you can find some really sweet strawberries, but when you when you literally pull them out of the soil and the soil is like, right, man, listen, mm. but yeah, yeah, it's it's nothing like it, you know. So, um, yeah, yeah, I I yeah. and I, I know that most of us are definitely. Um, we don't we don't taste food. I had a conversation with somebody a long time ago because I grew up going to the farm. Um, uh, we had a farm 
and my family in Waynesboro uh, in Burke County. And we during the summer, we got that and the food and everything just tasted different. And it was because it was fresh. It was it was right there. So um, that that definitely uh, now I taste food. And even from that childhood, because we I did that until I was like 15, even from um, uh, probably till about, I don't know. I started getting more store fruit and whatnot. And when I start turn like 20 and it just tastes totally different. So a lot of people don't really know how food really tastes because they're so used to artificial flavoring and all that stuff. And again, this stuff is killing us slowly. <laughs> we have no idea. We don't, we don't know that we don't believe that, but it's killing us slowly because it's just, it's not your body cannot get rid of it. And that's why you have all this disease. Because uh, all these different chemicals are just combining together, combining together, combining together, and it's creating all of these diseases. So, again, to grow your own, if you can't do it, buy from people who does, and you'll have a healthier chance than getting these box, uh, different companies, uh, these weight loss companies that say y'all this highly packed salt food with all this sodium in there saying that you're going to lose weight because it's still you leaving chemicals in there. It's like you're not going to scrape it all out. Um, I want to touch on 2020. How did it did it affect your business at all? Uh, what changed when 2020 hit for you guys? Gotcha. So um, COVID, listen, when, when COVID hit, um, we were doing, before COVID, we were doing about six or seven markets a year. When mm. COVID hit, though, we were doing... We didn't do any markets. Um, we did like a drop off two weeks, two or three weeks. We did a drop off uh, at a place, but that was it. That's how it changed for us mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, we we had a we have a CSA, which is a farm share in which individuals or families purchase a box of veggies per week. They pre order these boxes two or three months in advance, and then we know the number of people to grow for. And then every week they come out and they purchase and stuff like that. So we had to set that up where it was, you know. Basically, we set everything out with names on it, and then they just come and get it. So mm-hmm. there was it was like a contactless thing. So that was one of the other ways that it changed. But as far as our um, how we move, mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't move any different. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like our kids all have already; they've always been homeschooled, right? So they didn't even recognize like, oh, we're at home now. So yeah. they've always been at home homeschooled. Uh, we you know we're on the farm. We doing what we do on the farm, so that didn't change. Mm-hmm. Um, how we grow and all that kind of things didn't change. The only thing that really changed was how and what we do to get rid of produce. Mm-hmm. So um, we could not keep up with the volume last year. Mm-hmm. That's how many people were like, "Hey, we want to eat. We need we need veggies. We need to." You know what I'm saying? So the other aspect is my wife. She is although she's a scientist by education, she's also an herbalist. Okay. So she makes all types of salves and tinctures and things that benefit the, the immune system. So we use a lot of the herbs that we grow out there, from mm-hmm. lemongrass to elderberries to blackberry leaves to whatever we're growing. And she creates these really nice medicinal tinctures that people were benefiting from. So we sold a lot of those things last year because everybody was on like, oh, we got to get our immune system together. Mm-hmm. We got to build our immune system. So we, we did very well with that. So we didn't, we didn't, we didn't have a hard time last year. 
um, we just saw an increase in individuals who were more conscious about what they're eating and being healthy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we just had to alter how yeah. we, we got rid of it. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of was hoping that you would say that, that you guys was busy because people would probably realize, like, hey, I need to stop eating all of this garbage and I need to get sources where the food is actually what it is. It's, it's good food. And the fact that your wife is an herbalist to get to boost the immune, the immune system is um is very, very important. And again, still everyone, I, I think 2020 personally taught me uh, that people really don't know about nutrition and their health. Like they really, yeah, they don't know about um, how to take care of themselves. They have been so dependent on others taking care of them that it just was like a shock to the system, and it caused mm-hmm. a lot to a lot of mental um, strife because people was just lost because they didn't know that you know something as simple as getting outside, getting some vitamin D, it's good for you. <laughs> you know, get yeah. some exactly. fresh air. You know, um, drinking more water, getting more rest. When all of these things came out about what you can do to help, uh, excuse me, boost your immune system, and I'm thinking to myself, like, these are things that you should be doing anyway. You yes, know, that's so true. You should be doing this anyway. Yeah, it, it anyway. just it just put me in a place like, wow, a lot of people really don't know about health and nutrition, and you know, we take that little fluff class in school, um, mm-hmm. and it's it's because personally, I took it in junior high, high school. And in college. So if you think about people who like myself who have taken it in three times and they still come out and they don't know that getting rest is so important. It's like, what right. are we really teaching? Right. You know, what what are we doing? That's exactly right. So, That's exactly right. So, you know, I, I, I'm glad that you and the wife was actually um, able to help people really get what they needed. Um, and still what they need because, um, again, a lot of people was looking at the profit. It was profiting big time off of this by a lot of misinformation. But it goes yeah. to the it go back to the basics, right? You know how we grew up. Um, again, I you know I we had a farm in our family, and that was definitely I used to hate it as a child going out there because you would sleep by like eight or nine o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. up by five. Exactly, you was up by five, so up it wasn't. Five, yeah, yeah it's like rest was important. You know, you work yeah. most of the day. Of course, you was a kid, so they let you play, but mm-hmm. it was hard work. But you rest mm-hmm. was important. You ate good meals, yeah. like all of the yeah. basic stuff that people, because we live in a world that's all all about speed and keeping up and trying to get things done and rip, 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 run. But we missing the bare essentials of how to exactly. be human. So, exactly. like I said, I really a lot of respect to you and the wife, man, for doing this because um, hopefully, uh, pretty soon, the wife and I'll be able to do this on a larger scale instead of just growing in the backyard. Because again, the importance of growing your own food and knowing what's going in your food, how it's grown, what environment that is grown in, the soil and whatnot is so 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 important. Um, I asked everyone this, uh, on the show, like doing 2020 and I I know it's kind of, uh, I'm laughing to even ask you this, but 
Did you pick up any healthy habits during 2020? Um, so I don't know if we, we created any extra habits. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we, we've always, um, it's not always, but you know, the reason why we have been conscious, one of the reasons why I've been conscious or more conscious because my daughter has a a hole in the heart. So Mm -hmm. she's born with a genetic trait. So, and because of that, she's more sensitive to allergies and obtain getting pneumonia and things like that. So she's mm-hmm. already, so last year we was like, Oh, we need to be really careful because of that whole situation. So, mm-hmm. um, we, I mean, my wife ended up creating a, uh, a tincture with Mullen and Eyebright for her, mm-hmm. uh, to help with the allergies and, and to clear her lungs, help keep her lungs clear and stuff like that. So, um, we always on that though. Mm-hmm. We was all on that. Um, one of the big things that we focused on was, you know, honestly, being in the sun. We was like, okay, we're going to spend a little bit more time in the sun because a lot of people don't understand the connection between vitamin D and everything else in the body. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't even want to say vitamin. I, I, it should just be said hormone D, right? So mm-hmm. because that's what it is. Um, and it regulates so many different things from your fertility to your immune system and so on and so forth. So, um, because of that, um, we kind of was like, okay, well, I know we're in the sun all day, but still let's, let's be purposeful when it comes to that kind of stuff. So, um, that's really about the only thing, um, we did increase our herbal content. So, uh, Meaning, uh, we would she cooked with nettles a little bit more than mm-hmm. she normally did. Mm-hmm. Uh, nettles has a huge amount. I mean, stinging nettle has more vitamin C than uh, oranges, so she wanted to incorporate that a little bit more into the body. Um, lemon balm, she wanted to incorporate that more into the meals that we ate because lemon balm is antiviral, uh, antibacterial, but it's, it's a really strong antiviral, so. Uh, she incorporated that kind of stuff. So that was, I think those kind of things started to pick up a little bit more, just incorporating those foods, mm-hmm. those herbs that help specifically with the immune system and cell rejuvenation. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's dope. And I want to, again, I don't want that to go over people's head. Uh, you said what had more uh, vitamin C than oranges? Uh, stinging nettles. Stinging nettles. Okay, okay. Uh, cause, um, again, that was another thing too. Vitamin D and vitamin C was definitely talked about a lot, um, for us trying to prevent individuals from getting, uh, COVID or people who had COVID to help them heal. Um, and those hormones definitely play, um, a major role. I'm sorry. I was, what you, what, what, what were you about to say? No, I said, that's exactly right. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's more, I think more people bought more vitamin C and more vitamin D pills probably <laughs> than yeah. any other year uh, last year. And again, too, one thing we do know, well, some may know, some may not know that just because something is sold in the store and it says vitamin doesn't mean that that is what's in that pill. Exactly. Exactly. Um, uh, I watched a documentary years ago, and of course, you know this better than I because you are the scientist. But they were saying how anybody can actually come up with a supplement, put a label on it, and put it out there. Um, exactly. And that's scary 
because yeah. some people live by supplements and protein powders and yeah. and BCAAs, and you really don't know what you put in your body because yeah. the companies, the FDA, I forgot exactly how it goes, but it don't have to be 100% approved. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's a different category when it comes to supplements. So uh, schoolers, if you're listening, just because you're taking a supplement, you get it with the food that you eat. You have to make sure that the food that you eat is pure. Be- best bet is to go to someone like my man here, um, uh, bread and butter farm, and yeah, get, bread and butter farm, yeah, and get your food and try to you know shop local. Make sure that you get make sure you get it from credible people, because exactly. uh, yeah, that that whole supplement game. Anybody, I can come up with one tomorrow and slap Tate School of Fitness on it. And it. it is what it is. It's not It's yeah. not too much to it. As long as you can produce it and get it out there, get it in the right place. So, guys, just be careful. Um, go back to the basics. Um, go back to the basics. Get, get you some rest. Get you some, some sunlight. Uh, learn about foods because what you put in your gut, you know, that's, that's your health. Your gut. That's that's the main that's that engine. So whatever you put in there can harm you or help you. So just make sure yeah. that you um you definitely look into that, man. I, I'm I'm so serious. Um where do you see um your company in the next five years? Um we are hoping to uh create a school, actually. Mm. Um and one of the things we want to incorporate is uh, basically tech. So it's, it's going to be, we're hoping, this is what we're hoping and this is what we work on. So uh, one of the main things is just a, a co-op, right? Mm-hmm. Where individuals, students, young students can come out and basically they literally learn college level everything. Um, college level math, college level science, reading, writing, all that kind of stuff like that. But then they also focus on how to build, mm. building their own home, understanding plumbing, understanding electrical work, understanding solar panels, how to build solar panels, how to build a battery bank, how to balance a battery bank, um, and all of those things like that so that when they leave, they can either go to college or they can maintain and create a business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's what you really, really want. We also want to incorporate the coding and programming as a part of that that whole plethora of you know subjects. So that's what we want to be in the future, and I think we're headed in that direction. Um, the other aspect that we have, of course, is the general store and the restaurant. So we'll see, but everything 100% coming from the land, mm-hmm. 100%. Where you know, if we are using water is water from the land that we purified or that's just well water. I mean, that's all we drink now. We don't drink nothing else. We shower with it. We drink it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, that's what we're hoping to to work towards. Nice. Nice. I'm pretty sure you, that's, that's really going to be wonderful, wonderful for the community. Um, I'm sure you're going to accomplish that. That's so important. It's so vital right now. Again, if your eyes are not open from last year, they're never going to be open. Uh, yeah. No one's coming to save you. You have to save yourself. So that means you really got to put in the work and build from the ground up. 
um, your, your homes, your food, your education. We had to go back to how it used to be. And a lot of people don't want to because it didn't got so comfortable with, again, other people taking care of them. But when somebody controls what you eat, control where you stay, control how you earn, they control absolutely everything. You do not have any control anymore. They control you. Exactly. They control you. So we got to go back to that. That's the only way we're going to heal. Um, we got to, we just have to, we have to really just toughen up and just make the sacrifice so um, we can have somewhat of a future. So I definitely appreciate you for um, sitting down with us today and having a conversation. And um, before you leave, could you just tell everyone how they can contact you, your social media, all that good stuff? Yeah, uh, so you can contact us on Facebook at Bread and Butter Farms with a S. Um, you can check us out on Instagram is Bread and Butter Farm to Table with a period in between each word. Um, or you can check us out on the website, www.breadandbutterfarms.com. Um, we are pretty much everywhere, I think. Uh, we're on TV on Atlanta Eats. Um, we are, you find us in several restaurants here in the Atlanta uh, area. So, yeah. Thank you. Dope. So thank you very much, brother. And I wish you all the best in the future. And I really do appreciate you coming and stopping by and talking to us today. Yeah, yeah, it's been an honor, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Peace out. What up, Tay Schoolers? If you enjoyed that last episode, please like, share, and comment. Keep sending us great ideas. Uh, if you want to hear from different areas and different spaces, we will try our best to accommodate. Uh, we do appreciate all of the support, all of the love, all of the continuing uh, continuance of uh, different areas that you all want to hear from. So keep it coming. Um, things that's going on with Tate School of Fitness uh, starting back in April. We will be having Wellness Wednesdays. We took a little break. Um, we've been going on a heck of a run since last summer, so it was time just to relax. You got to make sure that you recover um, as well. Uh, recovery is just as important in actually getting that work. So please join us starting the second week of April. We have Wellness Wednesdays from uh, actually a different location. Uh, so please check that out. Um, also starting, uh, in April, we'll have our challenge coming again. The third week of April, we'll be starting up our challenge again. So eight weeks challenge transformation challenge, uh, with prizes. So make sure you be looking on the out, look out for that. Excuse me. That will be going down the third week of April. So, um, again, the challenge fit for 40 challenge three, part three this time. Um, so make sure you join, uh, win some prizes, get, get in shape, you know, uh, learn about yourself, learn about nutrition. You get a nutrition plan with it as well. So be on the lookout for that. Um, third week of April, we will start posting more on our social media outlets, state school of fitness, state school of fitness one and the fitness corner podcast. So make sure that you be looking out for that challenge and wellness Wednesdays as well. And as always, thanks for all of the support that you give us. We really, truly appreciate it and have a fit day.